0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Welcome, everyone, to our panel discussion on Clubhouse, uh, TikTok, and WhatsApp. This is Byron Lee, and joining me is Leah Gardner our vice president and, uh, uh, board member, Chris Snyder and Sarah Chung. Um, thank you guys for being part of this panel and, and agreeing to help talk about all these apps that we've all been using over the pandemic.
1: Yes. Welcome to, uh, those of you in the zoom call and welcome to all of you listening on ACB media seven. Byron. Uh, Chris and Sarah, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. Um, Jaws is talking for no reason here of in the course. background. That's what I apologize technology does. For that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Even though uh, even though the laptop was closed, Jaws decided it was just going to chatter. But you know, that's the thing with all of these apps that we use. Um, we often find that in the cacophony of chatter. And Discord, <laughs> we have to root around and kind of uh, discover kind of how accessible all these apps are. And I, all of them that we're discussing today, are reasonably accessible. Um, so that's why we're going to be that's why we're going to be talking about them, comparing them, kind of giving people a sense if you haven't worked with them. What each one does and why it might fit into your uh, social um, interaction needs, because that's a similarity between all of these apps is that they all in some way, shape or form help us connect with other people, Mm
2: -hmm. whether
1: it's through TikTok videos, um, whether it is through sending messages and voice memos back and forth through WhatsApp, or whether it is communicating in real time um, and talking with one another on Clubhouse.
0: Yeah, and and uh, a lot of these apps have gained popularity during the, the pandemic because we all have a lot of extra time, uh, not so much anymore now that people are starting to return back to work and everything. But anyway, we, we had all this extra time. And so we had different ways to connect with people socially. Um, and and Clubhouse is sort of the newest entry into that um, category of social apps. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk about the features of these three apps, and then also hear from you, the users, um, uh, hear about the workarounds that you've discovered as far as accessibility, um, the problems that are unsurmountable, and the accessibility triumphs that are, you know, thank goodness this particular app has this particular accessibility thing in mind and it works just great. Those are the, those are the best ones.
1: Byron. I wondered maybe we could talk about um, WhatsApp first because I think it may be the one that is most commonly used. Um, WhatsApp has been around for quite a long time. I've been using it for about two and a half years now. And um, I actually began using WhatsApp. Um, related to uh, BPI, a number of years ago, BPI used to use Heytel for a a chat group that we have. And in a lot of ways, um, Heytel, it is still around, uh, but it it was problematic in that you really could not send any kind of text messages with Heytel. And also each audio message had to be 30, no more than I believe 30 seconds in length. And there were problems in a chat room setting because uh, you could only, um, if nobody was actually listening to the messages, there there was sort of a limit on how much you could send at one time, and um, it caused a lot of restrictions in terms of people being able to communicate with one another. And then uh, I had discovered WhatsApp, and we began. Um, our BPI discussion group for our members on WhatsApp. And, and I like the, the freedom of WhatsApp much more. Uh, you, it's, it's very simple to use uh, for a voiceover user and for a talkback user with Android. Um, the groups, you can have groups on WhatsApp and you can also have individual conversations with people. And the, the form of conversation is pretty much limitless. You can send uh, voice memos. You can send text messages. Uh, you can send pictures. You can send uh, video media. You can send back and forth anything you want. And I think that the interface is very simple to use. Byron, do you have anything you want to add about WhatsApp?
0: So what's really weird about WhatsApp is that Facebook bought WhatsApp, and, yes. and so, you know, we have Facebook messenger and I'm like, come on, Facebook messenger. Get with the program and add more than one minute for, <laughs> for audio, like WhatsApp and, you know, come on, Facebook messenger, get with the program and add the ability to speed up the audio. Um, <clears throat> WhatsApp is really awesome because, you know, now we can actually speed it up. We didn't have that feature before. And we were actually like considering moving over to telegram. Which is another uh, private encrypted, um, you know, end-to-end messaging program because you can speed it up. Um, but there were accessibility issues, and so we ended up going back to WhatsApp and and, and sticking with that, um, even though you couldn't speed it up. Well, now you can. <laughs> you can. They
1: it. they changed it this spring, uh, and, and yeah. there you cannot. You can speed up uh, the, uh, audio and also a new feature that was added about the same time is that you can pause the audio as well. Um, there were some bumps in the road when WhatsApp made these changes because it created also some focus issues, uh, with, with being able to, with, with voiceover, I understand from people that use talkback, it it wasn't quite so, um, challenging but with voiceover uh, you could it was difficult to focus on messages uh with with whatsapp because the focus kept shifting you would think that you were uh set with one on one message and then the focus would shift to a completely different message on a different day i'm glad to say that um that problem has now been fixed
3: and I want to. I want to. Uh, sorry, Leah. If I can just jump in for a second sure, on that. Sure. Um, jumping focus seems to be a very common problem in the world of iOS. There's a, there are a lot of apps, uh, TikTok included, that jump um, randomly. Sometimes it'll jump uh, to an extreme. Sometimes it's just a little bit. But even whether it's explore by touch or or swiping to navigate a, an app, um, it doesn't seem to really matter. The second you mm-hmm. do something, some apps will jump. And according to a sighted friend, um, I don't know how accurate this is, but they also deal with focus jumping. But because they can see it, and because it seems like the focus doesn't always jump beyond a screen for them, um, they are able to correct. So. This is unfortunately, this seems to be a system wide issue that, um, that each app developer has to be conscious of, I think. So that's just something that. Thanks, Chris. I mean,
1: luckily in, in uh, WhatsApp world, um, this was obviously noted pretty early on. And I would say that within a month of, of kind of uh, noticing this problem happened when the additions of speed control. Uh, were added. It uh, it was dealt with um, quite successfully. Um, so if anyone ran into these problems with WhatsApp and, and maybe stopped using it for a bit, go ahead if you haven't and update the app to the latest version and you really shouldn't run into those problems anymore.
0: There, there really was about a week where we were like, oh, we might have to stop using there was. WhatsApp because there was. it's really bad. Um,
1: yeah it was pretty no. bad for a while and it was surprising because whatsapp had been so stable uh in, in terms of usability for for a while
0: i, I would like uh, to hear from sarah oh was that did you just pipe in
1: was that i was actually going to say the same thing i, <laughs> I was curious about <laughs> i was curious about sarah your experience with whatsapp as a low vision user yeah um because i'll i'm, I'm a voiceover user so is chris I do know that Byron, you use it as a low vision user, but but Sarah, I'm kind of curious your sense of of WhatsApp and and its uh, interface um, style. You know, as a as a visual user.
2: Sure. Um, yeah, I use WhatsApp on a daily basis as well. Um, I wish that there was um, a way for us to change like themes in there, and if if there is, please let me know um dynamic text does work thankfully so i don't have any issues with text messages um but i'm I'm kind of irritated with the fact that the the there isn't like a dark theme or a theme that seems to work with my vision so um right now it's like a darker-ish theme which is okay for the most part it works um but that's, that's my only gripe about WhatsApp. Other, and I'm super, super pleased that we have the ability to speed up text message, uh, voice memos.
0: You can kinda sort of make it um, easier to see a little bit. There's, um, um, I'm just looking in the settings right now to see if I can figure out real fast where that is. Um, because I, I I've, it's set and I like it the way it is now. So I'm, I'm good, but um, there's a section here somewhere where you could change the wallpaper. Um, but that doesn't help much with, because they, they have the text on these bubbles, right? And, um, (laughs) so the, the colors of the background of the room that you're in might be different, but the, uh, the bubbles of the text, I think they kind of retain their color. And I don't know if there's much you can do about that.
2: I don't think you can customize those. I I think that's really my biggest, uh, you know, hardship is that there's no like really blatant contrast, um, scenario that i
0: can incorporate um one other thing i don't like about whatsapp is that it uses your phone number yes so you know if you're in a group with people they're gonna get your phone number um (sighs) you could you could do something like use a google voice number um and that and that would give you some privacy but it would still if someone called that number and you have it forwarded to your cell phone it's still gonna essentially go to your phone So I I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. There
1: is a, there's another drawback to that, which I actually discovered a few weeks ago. I would really love to see WhatsApp increase its um, security and privacy level because it is very easy to just add people to a group without their permission. I had um, a situation occur where I was added to this random group of friends by someone I did not know very well. And I didn't get any kind of alert that said, so-and-so is trying to add you to this group. Do you want to participate? Uh, I was just added to the group and then I was able to leave, but there should be, I do think there should be a higher respect uh, for privacy and security in terms of WhatsApp. Um, There should be more choice by the, by the user because uh, it, it, you know, in the world we live in, um, I think I think that's a little bit too uh, too too simple for someone to simply be able to add you without any restraint to a group you may or may not want to participate in. So that's a
3: feature that's um a feature. I use that term advisedly. Uh, that is in um that is on Facebook. They people can add you without your consent to groups on Facebook. Um, too. So I think that, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a, a thing that they they just developed indiv- independently before they merged, or if this was a thing that Facebook said, hey, let's let them do that. I, You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't, because I, I'm not exactly sure when Facebook bought, uh, when Facebook took over WhatsApp. Um, I, I've i been using WhatsApp for two and a half years, and I, I know that that's always been the situation. I think there's been sort of a, a lack of a respect for privacy of individuals. And it, it goes back to using the phone number again, too. It's just, it's too easy. Um, the other thing people should know is that you can block individuals with Facebook, I'm sorry, with WhatsApp, if you want to. However, um, if that individual that you blocked is in a group that you participate in, that block does not extend um, to seeing messages within, within the, um, within the group itself. So just so people realize
0: that. Also, you, uh, you can set up WhatsApp so that if someone posts a photo or a video in one of your groups, that it will get saved to your camera roll and you can turn that off. So, you know, if you're sitting there scrolling through <laughs> your photos and some random. <laughs> it's like what? that happened
3: to me. I was uh-huh. on, I forget what group it was. And, and, and like, I was looking through my, I was looking for a certain video in my camera roll. And all of a sudden I find like somebody <laughs> with a, with a baby and a music box. And I'm going, what, who, <laughs> what? I don't know this human. What is this?
0: Wow, your phone is possessed, and it has you know scary know, right? music boxes on it.
3: <laughs> I actually thought that maybe somebody had had like managed to get locked into our like family share cloud or some <laughs> other you know like wh- how did this happen?
0: That reminds um, me of a specific stand-up comedy thing that I won't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in terms of
1: positives, though, I have two more. I think I think we're gonna need to start moving on. In a moment, but one uh, one thing I do like about WhatsApp, I'm not sure if a lot of people realize, is that I have a number of of individual conversations with people and group conversations, um, and in settings you can actually set different um, you can set different tones when a message from various conversations come in. Um, so, for instance, uh, I don't know if you know this, Byron, but I have my own tone for you oh no yes i do i have a tone for Sarah and then i have a tone for the oh, uh dear. blind blind pride international
0: um i, I want to hear what my tone is i was <laughs> 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 gonna message leah real quick and <laughs> well
1: i'm using my phone for zooms So uh, for, uh oh, darn so it. you're not gonna get you won't get very far if anyone's <laughs> curious though, You have a very sci-fi sounding tone. (laughs) I thought you would like that. Nice. But the other, only other thing I want to mention is that one cool thing with the conversations though, is that you can, if you want to find maybe a message that you sent a long time ago in an individual or group conversation, it is a little bit tricky, but you can basically go anywhere in the conversation and find, find that message. Um, it was helpful because I was looking for uh, a message at, at one point that contained actually some um, thunder that I had recorded yeah. uh, from a storm, and I found it. It was way back last year in August, and I was able to find it. Um, so it's kind of it's yeah. kind of neat. You have an archive. Did you if use you the
0: did, did you use the three finger swipe up and swipe down to go? I did to go back. I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it took a
1: while, but I was able yeah. to do it. And I don't that's not a feature of some of the other
3: um conversation groups. Another positive feature about WhatsApp that I like as a voiceover user is um that you it's fair it's it's actually really easy to um to make the like if you wanna post an extended audio post without holding your finger down mm-hmm. on the button it's easy you know you can Um, lock it you can lock the recording so you don't have to be touching the phone yeah right um and of course the gesture just deserted my mind just now i had it a second ago and now it's gone
4: once Um, you once
3: you double once you double
1: tap on the uh, voice message button you swipe one finger up
4: that's it it. thank
1: you yes
3: i do it all the time Um, (laughs) now that that is in contrast To I know most many of us I shouldn't say most but many many blind voice uh, many blind people who use a screen reader have iPhones and that's in contrast to iMessage when you're trying to send a voice message it is not that easy
4: right you have to
3: you have to get it in a certain way or it won't take and then you know it's it's a lot more finicky than WhatsApp so um, I I I do like that feature about WhatsApp also Mm -hmm. the speeding up of the audio messages. Uh, feature cannot be praised enough. Yes. I really uh I, that Absolutely. saves so much time.
0: It, it was so disappointing yes. because they added it and then they broke the accessibility and I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll, well,
3: I'll...
1: luckily luckily it didn't take them too long to fix it. So uh, I, I give them kudos for yeah for uh you know, even though it was broken, I give them kudos for reasonably in, in a reasonable time fashion fixing everything.
0: Also, um, as far, as, as, just one last thing, as far as uh, uh, the iMessage app, um, using that, uh, Chris, I thought you were, like, being a creepy stalker, because every time I would send you a message, it would say, Chris Chris has kept this message, and I'm like, oh my god, he's, like, keeping every single one of them, what a creepo. I,
3: I, I, just, I just, you know, uh, I have to hear every little moment of your voice. Um, it's an automatic feature, and... Um, it just, see, WhatsApp assumes that you know that your messages are, are going to be there in perpetuity. Um, iMessage just, it has to alert you about every damn thing. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'm This is Sarah. I'm just going to add a little bit. I really appreciate the encryption. Um, a, because I do a lot of like independent, uh, not independent, I'm sorry, international travel. Um, and so I use mm. WhatsApp to communicate. Uh, WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger are my two go-to um sources of communication when I'm traveling abroad uh for competition. Um for those who don't know and that are listening, I compete um at an international level for judo. And so usually when I go overseas, um, I our our team uses WhatsApp to communicate. Another feature I like really about WhatsApp is uh in each individual profile for a person that you're talking to, you can actually find like all the links and everything in there and there is a chat search function. Um, which is really cool if you're sending texts specifically. Mm. Um so I really like that about WhatsApp as well.
1: So I think um probably the the newest um, application we're going to be talking about today is Clubhouse. Um and I Woo-hoo. correct me if I'm wrong Byron, but I think Clubhouse is still only available via invitation. They they they're not fully um uh, out of yeah uh, okay yeah It's not fully out tell. of the testing stage yet in terms of that
0: yeah um,
3: but it, it's on android it now
0: it is yes
1: it is on android now i know that was a a point of deep uh <laughs> deep dissatisfaction with a lot of people but yeah. it has been available on android now for the past i guess couple months um but if you want to use clubhouse you still need an
3: invitation uh, from are, another they user quite, so, they're quite ubiquitous so yeah you uh, can get I one from you listen. you know somebody who i have <laughs> seven
0: i have seven invites if
3: anyone needs
1: i, I have eight <laughs> i have a bunch too yeah so uh you, you know they're they're uh and, and, and i know the reason for this is just because clubhouse a lot of newer apps they want to test to make sure that the platform works before it gets bombarded so i Although... suspect
0: i suspect it was a marketing ploy as well oh it's an exclusive club and you must have an invite from one of your dear friends and they made the invites seem like they were hard to get a hold of but you know i i i told people on facebook hey i've got like seven clubhouse invites if anyone wants one and all i got was yeah like i'm already on there and i have like 20 invites and like nobody yeah. <laughs> needs an invite anymore. Just because everyone, it's just <laughs> you know, they're not. Hard uh, when to it find. first started, it
3: was a little more exclusive. I I had to hunt around first to find somebody.
0: So yeah, but. I got I just got invited by somebody. Like uh, my my friend Rose just. Just said, oh Byron might like this, and just sent me an invite without you know without asking, and I was like, oh cool, okay, nice. So, um but yeah, uh, so invites are everywhere. If you go on Facebook or Twitter and just ask if anyone has an invite, they will. Um, right, you'll probably get one. Yeah,
3: maybe we should talk about what it is. Yeah, like I was what, just
1: going to suggest for people that do not know what Clubhouse is or, or how it works. Um, uh, it 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 is a it. I, I guess in, in some ways it's kind of it's kind of like Zoom. Um because it's real-time conversation. But you can go into Clubhouse and you can uh pick, you can create a room, spur of the moment for people uh that uh you can you can follow people on on Clubhouse, kind of like Facebook in a way. And you can see um at any given time, maybe. Rooms that they've set up. You can see groups that they're in. Uh, you can check. Um, you can you can pick interests that you add to your profile, so you can see different rooms that are open uh, that might be discussing topics. For instance, maybe you put in your profile like me, uh, uh, baseball. Um, a lot of people here with BPI would put you know GLBTQ. A lot of people might put uh, disability. Um, uh, you know, you can choose any, any different topics and you can see what might be going on at any given time. Um, but it's also very easy to create a small room yourself if you want and just see if anyone wants to join you. By the way, Blind Pride International does have a room on Clubhouse, much thanks to um, our board member Jess Kell and uh, Will Burley, our past president. And uh, one of our one of our members, uh, John Denning. Um, So we we do have a a, uh, presence on Clubhouse. Um, Anything else you any any of you want to add about it?
0: I, I kind of equate Clubhouse to, you know, when you go to National Convention And you're walking around and you, you know, there's a room with a guide dog exhibit and there's a room, you know, with, with a a technology exhibit. And then there's a room over there for underwater basket weaving. And there's a room over there for whatever (laughs) Um, they, they, in fact, they call it the hallway. When you, when you log into a clubhouse, there's the hallway that has all the rooms that you can pick from. And it's like being at a hotel and walking past all these different rooms. Yeah
3: i think it's important that we we point out that clubhouse is an audio um it's an audio system it's not a visual system mm-hmm. there's not you don't you don't go on screen um it is it is audio and i think the, that you have the option to to place a text somewhere if, if i remember correctly but maybe there's I'm there's a chat that. i believe there's a chat option uh, in each room where you can where you can uh write a text message if you want or post a link or whatever yeah those yeah. are um but but primarily clubhouse is audio the medium is audio. I
1: yeah. would say it's just kind of sometimes seems as scattered though and as hectic as an actual convention hotel hallway can be um you, there's all kinds of different rooms. I haven't discovered and I haven't used clubhouse as much as some of some of you have a way to kind of organize um the, room information that's being sent my way um
0: yeah it seems
1: very very uh cluttered um on
0: some levels so clubhouse if you're not a big fan of notifications, you're not going to like Clubhouse because you can turn them off.
3: I just let me <laughs> preface, preface this by that. Mm-hmm. I, I have turned my notifications off, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So I get a lot of notifications for Clubhouse because <laughs> I, I do like to know where people go and what they're doing. But um one of the things that happens to me a lot as a low vision user, um, and I suspect that if I use voiceover, it wouldn't happen as much, is if I'm using my phone, let's say I'm watching TikTok. And a notification pops up on the screen that says, Chris Snyder is in the, um, oh, I don't know, the coal coal walking uh, seminar, learning how to walk on coal. And I accidentally click (laughs) on his name. Yeah, that's a hot topic. Yeah. If I accidentally click on that notification while I'm scrolling through TikTok, I'm just going to be instantly popped into the hot coal Mm -hmm. walking conversation.
3: Yep. So that's
0: really mm-hmm. aggravating for a
3: little. Why well, I turned those off?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it just
1: yeah, it is frustrating too. You know, I but don't. are really a know. voiceover user? Also, I don't. I don't want to necessarily know that so and so in my life, you know, is is having a conversation about uh, underwater basket weaving,
0: pickle making one hundred and one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know? um,
1: so yeah, definitely it, it is, it is an extremely notification intensive app. So if you don't yeah. want to be getting those kind of messages, definitely turn notifications
0: off for clubhouse. And, and the fact that it uses your phone number um, and your mm-hmm. friends and family that join clubhouse, they're made aware. Like if it's, if it deter, if it detects that Leah Gardner is in my contacts and that Leah mm-hmm. is on clubhouse, it's going to say, Oh, by the way, your friend Leah is on clubhouse. Right. And so I can follow her now. When it's 2 a.m. and I decide to go into my I don't want anyone to know about my my knitting and, we, my, witting and crochet, my knitting and crocheting um fetish. I don't want anyone to know that I love yarn. Oh, yeah. And so I've been seeing all those
3: socks laying around. Oh, my God. What's going on.
0: <laughs> so so when I join a, uh, a clubhouse, everyone who follows me gets a notification saying Byron's in the yarn and crocheting room. And oh, right. my God. So um, I don't like that because I it's not that I have anything to hide or that I'm ashamed of anything. But I don't necessarily need my like boss to see that I was up <laughs> at 3 a.m. in a pickle making <laughs> class, you know i just don't right
1: and you're, you're oh so byron how did those
3: pickles come out last night exactly mister? i got sick and didn't come into work the next day
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that is uh one sort of frustrating thing about clubhouse is it kind of gives you away and it's like no stop it it's it's, right. it's a feature and uh, a thing i don't like i wish i could go into should, incognito mode yeah.
3: they should they right. should absolutely privacy have mode some way, privacy way to mode. to have a privacy mode where You can explore the clubs privately without uh, notifying every blasted person that's following you.
1: Exactly, I
3: I would completely agree with that. Um, I suspect
1: it's set up just because, like that, just because it's supposed to be such a social sharing platform. But um, it 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 is frustrating. You know, again, it comes back to privacy again.
3: Um, Maybe the LaTeX club doesn't want people knowing. That's all.
0: Right.
2: (laughs) so sarah Uh, i have something to add Ah, that's Uh, funny i was just about to say sarah (laughs) Um, uh, so i i do have a complaint it's funny because the notifications i receive and i have dynamic text enabled and i think system wide um so the dynamic texts show up in large print um however clubhouse does not really have a lot of large print and so when i'm using clubhouse i also utilize voiceover Mm -hmm. to some degree as well even though i'm primarily a magnification and, and dynamic text user Um, and also they don't have a dark theme yet, which is extremely frustrating because contrast helps me a ton. Um, but I echo everyone else in that it seems as though there's always notifications coming in. I know I can turn that off, but at the same time, I don't want to miss things that I could potentially be interested in. I'm kind of in the same boat as Byron there. Um, I follow a lot of sports and a lot of guide dog stuff and, um, you know, I want to know, but it's the same thing where the text kind of overlaps when the notification's coming in, whatever I'm doing at the time. And if I accidentally tap it, I'll be launched into that room. Um So I, you know, those Amy. are my kind of things. But I, I do really enjoy the conversation. I think that the, the clubhouse etiquette is very interesting. Like, I guess you can mute and unmute yourself multiple times as like applause. And then uh, if you want to speak, you unmute once. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not super familiar with etiquette entirely, but I guess there's a whole list of rules pending on the room that you're in and it seems as though a lot of folks are really really respectful of that so I've, I've found that clubhouse communities have been super great there's channels where it's you know people share music and they share like you know comedy or there's all sorts of stuff out there that you can join the conversation in
0: so one of the weird things about clubhouse is that because it's so audio oriented um <clears throat> it has sort of developed its own culture as far as like Certain things that people do because there, because there's no there's no feature for sharing um, you know like there's no feature for there's no feature for doing an applause or there's no feature for um, sharing a link to something or whatever and, and and I I have not figured out where that chat thing is that you guys were talking about. Um, a lot of people on Clubhouse will change their profile photo, and they will put information in that. That photo, and also in their bio, they would like. They, there's a way that you mm-hmm. can, I guess, like temporarily change your bio, and they will add things to that bio so that people can click on them. Um, like it's it's ethereal; it's only there for a little while, and, th- and then it goes back to the normal profile. So people are like, Which... <laughs> because the feature doesn't exist, they're utilizing different parts of the app to do different things that are not supported officially. And just for
3: the you know for blind folks uh, that are using VoiceOver. Um... The getting to that feature where you go in and change that stuff is um, there's some trees you have to navigate and, and drilling you know drilling down you have to do it's not like immediate you can't just go oh I got this link click 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 here you go it's it's more it's there's a there's a process um, you yeah. have to go into your profile and do uh, various things to get to the place that you need to do so um, you know that that could be a lot easier if they would uh um, update in some fashion to to make it a, as like a shortcut or something right um yeah yeah tr- uh, clubhouse is a little bit trickier in
1: terms of uh, making changes it seems like there's there's a lot more levels uh that you need to go through on on the interface i think it could be made simpler again it, i kind of feel like clubhouse right now at least has much more clutter than some other apps it's it's accessible but there, there's a lot more loops uh, yeah. that you need to go through.
0: And again, because it uses, it uses your phone number. Um, <sighs> you know, the what I did, so I wanted to have two different clubhouse accounts, one for events that I want to go to where I don't want everyone to know. And then one that's public. And I want people to know that I'm in such and such an event because I want them to participate. And so what I ended up doing was using a Google voice number, um, to, and I'll just log in and log out, um, depending on which account I want to use. So, oh, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is there is, and it's not supported officially, um, but there is a desktop application called Club Deck. So if you're a Windows oh. or Mac user, uh, I'm not sure if it works on Mac. I know for sure it does on PC, though. Um, you might want to check that out because that would be another way that you could like maybe have your private account on your PC and your personal account on your phone. So that's called Club Deck.
1: We should actually probably move on to TikTok because that might be the app that a lot of people are the most unfamiliar with um, who are visually impaired. And I have not, aside from getting videos from some of you (laughs) that I check out, uh, I, as a totally blind person, have never actually tried to work with TikTok. So... I Chris, I'm kind of curious about yeah. that process. Well, and
3: actually, we should probably explain what TikTok is. Yes. So TikTok is a video platform. Um, it's, it's medium is, is almost almost entirely video. There are there are places where you can put text in and and stuff like that, but mostly it is video. And um, you can um, the, you can make videos. Uh, others make videos. when you first open the app, you are presented with what they call the for you page, which is um, essentially a random until you until you start to develop your own interests it it, it starts you off kind of randomly with a bunch of stuff. Um, and and these videos can range in length from, um about seven seconds i've seen some that are really small to now they've just recently added a, a feature where some users are able to post videos in uh three minutes oh. in length but no longer than three minutes uh, right. typically the typical length of a video still is one minute um so they're they're very short there's not a lot of there's not a lot of excess here and um and so when you watch a video you can like it you can share it with others you can comment on it the comments are limited to the old style twitter what is it 180 characters or, or whatever There, there you you have a very uh strict limit on the text uh, uh characters in, in your comment um and you can also follow that user uh so if you like their their video and you see another one that you like from them, maybe that's somebody with whom you have uh, interests in common, or you resonate with them, or whatever. You can follow them. So um, the the there are different TikTok communities, and the way these communities came to be is they uh, sprung up from what people like. the The algorithm in TikTok will shift you around in the, within the TikTok universe. Uh, based on the things that you like and the people you follow um for example um i am a proud gay person and i'm i'm not a huge uh fan of uh, oh that's the other thing i need to i need to mention um the the demographic in TikTok there it does range widely i've seen i've seen um the baby boomer generation and even some older folks betty white is on tiktok um, on there but primarily it is for millennials and gen zers um mm-hmm. they are they are the primary makeup of the tiktok demographic and um and so <clears throat> the um i'm i'm not a huge fan of of uh the the super straight culture that that has sprung up on tiktok so when i got on there i immediately started um liking i searched you can browse in the browse tab you can search for certain interests of yours and i searched for lgbt and just started liking lgbt videos and what that Mm -hmm. did in the algorithm was it shifted me from the the quote-unquote straight tiktok that's what they call it to to lgbt tiktok which is a different thing and within lgbt tiktok there is uh trans TikTok and there is uh gay TikTok, lesbian TikTok. There they actually will then subdivide depending on what you like. There's and people pan make TikTok. These, like, uh <laughs> I'm gets, sorry.
0: There's pan TikTok. It really gets it is pan TikTok.
3: Yeah. I am sorry, I forgot about uh, uh, mentioning pan TikTok. I should have remembered. Yeah. There's that, and there's um there's so many though. Like I'm on music TikTok as well. I'm on blind talk, as they call it for blind mm-hmm. user. I'm blind on blind
5: talk, Yes.
3: <laughs> um I'm on uh um, uh, sci-fi TikTok. I'm on Star Trek TikTok. Within that, I'm you know, th- so it goes on and on like that. Um,
5: depending love- on what you
3: like and depending on how you how you shape your own algorithm, um, and and I suppose I need to mention right away that I just looked at the new update to TikTok last night before this discussion, and they've. They- as, as many of you know from using Facebook and some of the other social media apps on your phones, um, when a company updates their app, it, it sometimes breaks, and <laughs> it's it's not broken, broken, but it's really hard now. It used to be a lot easier to deal with, and I'm hoping that they will fix this. They um, have fixed it so that if you want to interact with a video that is... Uh, oh, by the way, these, these videos loop, so if... So if you're watching one and it ends, it'll just start up again unless you stop it. So Yes. Um <laughs> that um, can you don't so, realize that that can be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: funny, um, like when you're doing stuff and you put your phone down for a minute <clears throat> instead of moving to the next one, it'll just repeat over and over again. Right. Yes.
3: Um, there should be an auto scroll feature in my opinion. But here we are. So so um right now for voiceover users, um, you have to Explore by touch. It's not you. You don't have a choice. If you flick, it will it will focus jump you to another video that's way down your list. It's really really broken. So you have mm-hmm. to explore by touch in order to find the name of the user. Um, I, I mean. I, I'll just I'll just briefly discuss this just so you if you if you get off of this this meeting and you want to jump in it's a little um, difficult and that's why I want to while we didn't do this for the other apps I think it's I think it's important here because it's so difficult um, to to uh, like a video you run your finger from the bottom of the screen up to the on the right hand side of the screen and slowly and you will come across the like button um, the content that explains what. This video is about if a user has chosen to post that text is in the middle. If you again reading s- slowly moving your single finger from the bottom up, um, you will find that. Um, from the bottom up again, uh, on the left-hand side is going to be the username of the person who has posted the video. And um, as well as um, gosh, the this one kind of varies. I think it's sort of the lower left to middle area. Um, is the original sound button. I think that might uh, either there or on the lower right. Um, that is where, so they, when, when TikTok users make videos, sometimes they put background music in or they put a clip in from a movie or whatever it is. And those uh, are labeled as original sounds. And, um, and you can see what that sound is usually um, right there. So, and uh, to change videos, to move from one video to another, you can use the three-finger swipe up and three-finger swipe down. Now, keep in mind, if you want to scroll on right now, you have to be on either the text information in the video or the username or the Like button. If you try to swipe up or down without doing that, you will either um, not do anything, or it will pull up your notification or your your notification center or your control center. <laughs> um, it's it's so broke. I'm so sorry, but it's. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, um, and, and 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 then on the bottom of the phone there are tabs. There's the home tab, um, and there's uh, there's other there's. A, I'm not going to drill down too much into this, but on the bottom there is the um, the inbox tab for people that follow you or or send you messages, and then there's also the What is that that tab called where it's uh, where you shoot a video? I think it's just actually called shoot a video.
2: Um, I think it says take photo or shoot a video. Take photo.
3: That's the one. Yes, take photo. Thank you. Um, And you touch that to either uh, to shoot a video. I don't know why it's called take photo, but you're you're shooting a video, (laughs) and um, you have to kind of um, that's an intensive process that I think is too long for this discussion, but. Um, if you have questions about that, we can address it um, because there are steps that you're going to need to there. You're just going to have to employ your creative, like a workaround brain. And it's not in, it's not that it's inaccessible. It's just not intuitive and it's not log. It's not terribly logical. Um, and some of the buttons aren't labeled as clearly as they should be. They are labeled. But for example, if you decide I'm going to make a one minute video versus a 15 second video, there are templates for that on the take photo Mm. screen. And if you tap one, if you double tap it, it doesn't tell you that you have actually um, selected that button. It just it just says one minute. You know, it doesn't doesn't tell you anything. Um, The the other feature slash bug is you don't unless you look up at the at the top of that screen and um look at whether or not there is a, a a button that says flash on or flash off if there isn't one you're using your front camera if there is one you're using your back camera like that is how you you can't tell which camera you're on unless you use that method to determine which camera you're on so um so like i've said there's a lot of issues with tiktok but um I think that if we continually try to give them feedback, maybe they'll just be inundated enough to make the changes that we want them to make. At least I hope that that's the case. But yeah, um, but it is usable. Okay, I've made lots of uh, videos. Um, Byron's made videos. Uh, Sarah has made videos. Leah, I don't
0: Sarah's know if you've made, made any. Sarah's made a ton not, of videos. I have not. I have
3: not actually made any videos, but I
1: get, I get, um, I get videos from you folks all the time
3: yes there that are I, fun that videos enjoy.
1: There. they're a lot of fun like and, and I've noticed too since I um get them a lot that now I get notifications with similarly themed videos Sarah loves to send me various uh a- a animal TikTok videos <laughs> a lot yeah and animals you know cute cute dog videos and uh cat videos there's a there's this TikTok video of this crow and uh it's the, the crow sounds like it's saying how are you how are you uh it's a really cute <laughs> it's a really cute video you? but i get notifications now with um different animal <laughs> videos so it seems to remember uh yeah that's you know, that algorithm are, yeah you're probably you you're probably an animal
3: tiktok now leah uh, probably
1: so, <laughs> <laughs> so um i have sarah to blame for that i mean i'm now an animal tiktok but as a as a um Visually impaired users, Sarah, I'm curious about your experience with it, just in terms of usability uh, with different, you know, uh, dynamic text and font levels and things like that. And I
0: also want to hear a little bit about the video creation process from a low vision Mm, perspective.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, I have been using TikTok since I think August 2019. It used to be musically but no one really used it. And then once um, the Mm -hmm. pandemic started, a lot of it it pretty much blew up all over the internet and people were just, you know, at home making TikToks about whatever, what have you. Um, And uh, it's, it's actually, there's a lot of features there. I just don't think the accessibility is quite there, but it is there. I I echo Chris Chris in that regard. Um, So I have been creating content at first. I was like, I haven't showered in three days because pandemic and uh, whatever. Like, it's kind of like a video Twitter. Um, and if if anyone remembers using Vine, it's kind of a premium version of Vine from way back when. Um, and so uh, from a low vision standpoint, the layout is pretty straightforward. Um, what's kind of neat about it is that you can respond, They you can either respond to someone's video by duetting it or stitching it. So a duet is basically when there's a side by side of you and the um, original poster, and you can react to what they are posting. And you can either insert your own sound or you can remove it altogether and then just have their sound going. Um, And so I've done a lot of duets with certain content creators and um, I've also done stitches. So stitches is when you take, uh, you cut a certain part of the original poster's video and then respond to that in a video of your own right after. Um, So I've done a lot of responses in that regard. And then I've made content of my own where I just shoot a video and then, um, add music to it. And you can actually adjust the volume of your music and your original sound, um, which is really kind of neat. Um, I don't know how accessible it is with voiceover. Um, uh, unfortunately I venture to say that dynamic text is still not there. However, Mm. um, they do offer captions, which I found really kind of cool. Um, and then the other thing that TikTok does that no other app, at least that I found yet, they incorporate text to speech um, in your video. So you can have a video going and instead of using your voice, um, you could have text on the screen and it'll, it'll have voice to speech, uh, text to speech. I'm sorry. Uh, so, I mean, I can, I can give examples, but uh, I made a skydiving video and it, if I just had the original sound, it'd be like the, the music from the, the skydiving video that was originally presented to me. Um, sorry about all the car noises in the background. I'm outside, uh, but I added the I added text to my screen and then uh, initiated the text to speech. And so, upon the beginning of my video, I'm basically describing using the function um, what's going on in the video. So, I mean, there's there's so much to do. I've made dog TikToks. I've made food reviews. I've made um, response videos. Uh, there's a helicopter flying overhead. I could make a TikTok about that. Uh, <laughs> there's just a whole bunch of things that you can create content on. Um, however, I'm at least there's dark mode. I will give them that. They have incorporated dark mode. So I can use magnification to uh, make sure that I correct any uh, text errors or uh, make sure that I'm in frame. Um, and uh, usually what I do with that is I, I use a, a tripod to make sure that I'm in frame. And then uh, sometimes I, for example, as a low vision user, I'll have a certain place in mind. I'll zoom in and be like, Oh, I need to be in this area and don't go outside of the, the confines of my bed. So <laughs> then I'll be at least somewhat in frame or I'll hold it about six inches away from my face. If I'm doing something that's a little bit more, um, I don't think intimate's the right word, but something a little bit more personal mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. It's just, it's just really a lot of fun to make content. I'm not, I just hit like 300 followers or something like that. I'm not super huge on there, but it's fun to visit other people's pages. And um, what I forgot to mention is that we do have the for you page, where it's just kind of a melting pot of all the things that you may be interested in. But when you select follow on a certain creator, you also have a follower tab that just shows the content that you are following. So you have an option as to which one you want to explore that day. Um, also... Uh, it's
3: also worth pointing out on the voiceover side that to get to your follower versus your for you for your uh, your for you page that they put up, um, you you do again exploring by touch is absolutely key. You can't swipe. You just can't. It's it's a mess. So um, it's it's toward the top of your screen if you want to do that. Um, it's just one of those things you have to learn about TikTok is that right now until they fix it, um, it's very, very explore by touch. It's very not, uh, flick.
0: So there's a couple of things I wanted to mention in the me tab. Um, it's the fifth tab at the bottom right-hand corner. Um, there's a me section and in that me section, there's a menu and in that menu, um, there is a section called accessibility and there's two options. Um, one of them is animated thumbnails, so you can you know you can make the thumbnails move when you do a search, um, and some people may not want that. But also, there's a section that says remove photosensitive videos. So you know if you have seizures and you're um, susceptible to them by you know seeing videos that strobe and flash, you can remove photosensitive videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he- here's one of the dumb things about TikTok with voiceover. I'm going to turn voice, voice over, over on real TikTok, quick air. that menu button. It's not just labeled menu. This is what it's called.
5: B one three eight one eight BBC eight four hundred ninety three B two <laughs> six seven zero six two button possibly menu.
0: See, so it sounds really, the buttons are weird. Um, For example, if you're in the share page, like if you're trying to share a a YouTube link to someone, which we do a lot, like I send videos to Leah and Sarah and Chris all the time. Um, there's a section on this under the share area where you can say not interested, but voiceable, just voiceover, just labels it as heart. But it's a broken heart there's like a crack down the middle of the heart so you know chris was thinking oh this is probably where i go to like make sure that they know that i want this video i want more of it and so he double tapped it and now there's a creator that he really liked and he can't find them anymore and he's told TikTok, i don't i'm not interested in this video so it has it has basically taken that creator out of chris's algorithm and he will unless he can find them some other way he'll probably never find them again
3: Exactly. So. Um, and as Byron was saying, um, uh, you notice that the voiceover when he did that said possible, uh, possibly menu. You do not at this current time want to turn on screen recognition. It will break TikTok for you. It is is it is really hard to get it back off again. Um, it's it, 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 it used to help when the menu buttons weren't labeled or when the elements were, some elements are actually completely silent and, and turning screen recognition on used to help. But now um, what it does is it, it drops you at the top of your phone where you have your time, your battery status and your cell signal. And you can't, you can't get off of it unless you go to the app switcher, come back into TikTok, don't move but turn that rotor and turn screen reader off screen recognition off. It is so, so painful.
0: Yeah. Well, we have about 15 minutes left and I see several All that hands, said, I just, I just, so... before
3: we close on this, I just, all that said, I know it sounds like it's a humongous pain and maybe it's not worth your time, but honestly, it's so much fun. I, I put up with all of this because it's so it's much fun. fun.
2: Yeah. Well, and um, it's, it... I, I also want to add to something here. Uh, there are, So if you are creating content, I forgot to say this, sometimes those features are not immediate, like uh, for example, you're not offered three minutes at the very beginning. Uh, Sometimes you have to progress and be on the app for long enough for certain features to appear. Like the text-to-speech feature, for example, wasn't immediate. Um, uh, Captions are readily available, Um, but sometimes it takes a little time to find those things. Um, yes, and, like you can't Chris go, said, and you have a live feature that, that right. you
3: can't get to until you have, what is it? Until you have a certain,
2: have thousand, a certain a thousand viewers or something like that. So sometimes you have to be there long enough. I still haven't reached that yet because I haven't had a thousand followers, nor do I think I want that many followers to be honest. No, especially with the comments,
0: um, the comment sections are
2: the comments really harsh. Are, like it's really, mm-hmm. you know, but that's, that's, that's the, the um, essence of content creation. You never know um, who's going to be, watching your videos, um, they don't let you know, but they do give you analytics um, on where some folks are from. For example, um, I'm currently here in Minneapolis and uh, I, I see TikToks from Minnesota, but I also see a lot of TikToks from England. Um, and so, you know, my, my analytics will reflect that, like you're actually watching content from blah, blah, blah. And so you can see a lot of data surrounding that, which I find is kind of neat.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very good at figuring out where you are, what you're into. Um, I think at the beginning, Chris, when you first started getting into TikTok, there is a thing called shadow banning, where your stuff stops showing up in the main sort of uh, algorithmic thing, the, the sort of what we like to call straight TikTok. It's basically the version of TikTok you get when you sign up. and um, it's both a blessing and also a curse because you, you, um, as you start figuring out what you like, it's, it puts you in a little bubble of, of types of videos that you like, but then it makes it harder for some of those kinds of videos to get out to the mainstream. So, um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's both a curse and a, and a blessing because you get to post your videos to people that care about the things that you like. So, um... Well, it- yeah, let's take done, questions. Done a
1: lot of talking about these various apps, and I think we have about
0: fifteen minutes left or so.
3: Um, so yeah. it, it'd be good to maybe take some comments, some questions. Yes. I, Do we- I think we should ask people to, if you can, uh, just keep keep it to one question and keep it brief, so we can answer as many as possible. That would be really cool. Um, eight area code
5: eight zero eight last three six zero six. You may unmute. Hi, this is Deb from Hobarty. Um, I am a senior and I learned a lot about social media from this group and I want to thank you. However, I would like to make a comment. Um, first of all, I don't know if you guys know about uh, the uh, identity theft that's going on with Google Hangout. People are going on Facebook and they're looking for a job and they're told by the interviewer, go on Google Hangout so we can do the interview. And they're not real and they're stealing your information because you're giving them sensitive information like your name, your social security number, your birth date, because ostensibly it's for an interview. But the main comment I want to make is please be careful with the social media folks. Don't put your photos on there or say that you're going on vacation until after you get back because the hackers are out there and they're using this against us. And I just really caution you to please be careful about the content that you're putting on there. And why can't we get the developers to make security a priority and not just let it go like it's no big deal? So if we yeah, could do I, that, right? You know, I'd appreciate that. I wrote a book about it about identity theft, so I, I kind of have an idea of what's going on. So yeah,
1: <laughs> one of the things we've mentioned with with them is. Um, all of them really, is there, there definitely are privacy concerns. I think there needs to be a balance between sharing and also protecting um, ourselves. So anything that you do, you, you do have to be aware that you are on, <laughs> your, your information is out there in the open and you do need to practice
2: some some caution always. Can I add to that real quickly? Um yep. for anyone who's considering content creation, just know that for every supporter there might be a hater. That sounds really mm-hmm. terrible, but I have run into some cyberbullying before. So please keep that in mind. There's there's potentially harmful people out there. Um this this just kind of relates to everything that was just said. Um and sometimes people are just not going to be nice, you know? Uh be prepared for that. You can hide and... behind a screen. Exactly. You know. There are keyboard warriors out there, so just just be aware of that when you're considering yeah. posting.
0: And Deb, Debra, Debbie, uh, Deb, (laughs) I I would really love to talk with you offline about possibly doing a Pride Connection episode about social media and identity identity theft, because, um, you know, even though Pride Connection specifically deals with LGBTQ um, issues, a lot of us use social media to find other people like us. And it is important to be wary of potential dates online and, you know, people who want to hurt you because of what you are and who you are. So I think it might be really good to talk about just being safe online amongst, you know, people who, who, you know, want to hurt you. Mitchell, you may go ahead. Hi, um, I have an answer to the question uh, about Clubhouse. The panelists that said he doesn't know how to do the back channel. If you have the latest version of the app, it's, you got the a room. Button on the bottom, back channel, and then start a budget list. That's how you do the back channel. Do you need to be a panelist on that? Do you need to like basically be on stage to see that? Or can you see it from the audience or? You can see it from the main app Uh from the bottom. Okay. If you get to the bottom, if you see back channel, you got that feature. Thank you. That's, I have not used that yet. So that's really helpful. And thank you for mentioning that. You might want to go to your app store purchased to make sure you got the latest update absolutely
6: you can't delete the messages that come in it if you're not following people there's also a request button in there that's where it's going to go okay. that, that Thank you, Mitchell.
0: super helpful thank you that is
6: great hey. hey hey there guys it's richard from canada great presentation hey richard um i just a comment about clubhouse too uh about clubhouse uh the the other like the the other the uh way you can declutter your hallway is 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 maybe have you can choose a few specific interests but then clubhouse still has some things that they want you to they think they might want you to know about kind of like uh, what you're describing as TikTok as well too because when i first signed up for clubhouse i tech put technology as one of my interest areas and then got tons of rooms about cryptocurrency and nfts mm, and things like yeah. that so you have to kind of be careful mm-hmm. it, especially to check a, a, a really general interest area as well too so but there's been some really good clubs that I've or rooms that I have found there as well too and and uh, um, and, and I and, I, and I, I I was kind of skeptical of, of as of it as as a medium for listening to music and live performances but it, it seems to work and uh, and uh, especially for some of the more interesting music clubs like Lullaby Club which uh, they whisper to each other between the songs but it's <laughs>
0: Oh, that's so. Nice. Well, I will say that the
3: audio on Clubhouse generally is is a is a, a large step up from Zoom. Usually, it is good. It is. Yes, is. we
1: did mention that it it is definitely. from the conversations I've been in, it 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 it's definitely much higher quality for
0: sure. yeah. yeah, And you can switch from low quality to higher quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the audio quality isn't to your liking, you can you can adjust that. Or if you're mobile and you're like, man, my bandwidth is really limited; it's chopping really bad. You can make it low quality. That's
1: thank anyway. you, Richard.
0: Melissa, go
5: ahead. Hello. Um, my
1: question is about TikTok. So my mom and my sister use it, but the
5: videos they watch are incredibly visual. So that's the, like, the general consensus I got from TikTok is
4: um, pretty much all the videos are
1: visual. So considering that all, uh, most of you are blind or low
3: vision, like how does that work for you? Can, so, I, can I just jump in real quick with my my thoughts on that? I, I So, yeah, Melissa, it is a problem. There are plenty of visual videos on TikTok. But again, this is about your algorithm. Um, it's about you go. You, so in order to change that for yourself, you can go on there and scroll through videos and like the ones that have audio content that that you like. Um, most of the videos that I watch there are some that still pop up that are very visual and just I don't I don't get it it's a bit of music and I don't it doesn't make sense to me but you just scroll past it you don't like it you just keep going and um the majority of my videos are uh presented by people who speak a lot or who sing so um those are You know, it's just because of the things that I liked on on the app. So you have to change your algorithm, and that will help you to control what kind of videos you um, get on your page.
0: Uh, Also, I have started a channel which I have admittedly been sort of slacking on, but um, there is a channel on there called Descriptive TikToks. And um, if you just go in the search area and search for Descriptive TikTok, you'll find it. It's all one word. Um, And I've been trying to like just watch TikToks that are really visual and describe. You know what's going on on screen, and there's a, a good smattering of videos there. But I really need to get back to doing that more.
2: Makeup. I'm just gonna. Oh, cool oh sorry. Go ahead, Leah. No, uh,
0: go ahead, okay. Sarah. You're gonna say it's a cool <laughs> thing. That's a very cool thing yeah. Byron's
1: doing.
2: It's it's super cool. Um, I agree with Chris. Um, I do a lot of scrolling. For example, I watch a lot of like cooking TikToks. Um, and there are, for example, uh, the Korean vegan is someone that I follow, Chef John Kong. They are very, uh, they use a lot of uh, scripted videos. And uh, I also listen to a lot of instrumentals, uh, a lot of musicians, um, and there's a variety, like all the videos that I've come across typically have some sort of sound, Um, but I I do dabble a lot in blind talk. So uh, everyone there is saying something and there is currently a movement asking for TikTok to have descriptive video uh, availability. But like I said, that text-to-speech function Creators can make their videos more descriptive by using that if they don't want to use their own voice. Some vo- some creators use like a voiceover to describe their TikToks and Byron's channel is, is hopefully going to uh, get started up again. But there are things there. It just depends on your interest. I do a lot of scrolling. I'm not going to lie.
0: And a lot of the ads um, look like they're actual TikTok videos, but they're ads. Um, how do you tell the difference between an ad? Because um, visually at the bottom, there's a big like pink or green, uh, a pink or orange or whatever. I forgot what color it is, mm-hmm. but there's a big button that that's basically like, oh, this is an ad. But for voiceover, so for us, it tell? says
3: voiceover says sponsored content.
0: Okay. So keep, keep in mind that it might seem like a TikTok video because they're talking as if they're off script and they're just being very casual, but it's an ad. Sometimes we we just
1: have a few minutes left. I think before we have a t- time for maybe one or two more hands. Mika, right.
5: you may go ahead, and we have one time for Mika, and then one more question. Hi.
4: So I'm definitely on TikTok as an avid scroller, and I um I found singing talk with with all those harmonize with me videos, and I do a lot mm-hmm. of like those things, and they're super fun. I just wanted to uh, mention that the latest update. They fixed the tabs um, and some of the menus, but broke the comment section. And um and I wanted to give you a quick thing for your voiceover recognition. That was an Apple bug. So if you just go into voiceover settings and turn off screen recognition and turn it back on, it will work. Oh thank you, Mika.
3: You're wow, that's awesome.
4: It's game changer. <laughs> it works so wow, much that's better. So cool. Thank um, you and, so much. And, I've, I was just wondered if maybe um, you might be willing to do a TikTok where we could all kind of start a movement as blind creators, um, where maybe we give some tips about how to do things um, creatively, like how to do some of those different things using voiceover or having low vision and we That's could stitch each other. Like,
2: absolutely.
5: And you have one more hand. I'm not sure you know, we can take it real quick. Hi, it's Deb again. I just wanted to know how to contact the gentleman that wanted to contact me.
0: Sure. Um, You know what? Why don't we give her the membership? Um, Leah, could you give the membership email address?
1: Sure. So you can uh, can get a hold of all of us basically. Membership, one word, at blind LGBT pride, B L I N D, L G B T pride, all one word, dot org.
5: Blind LGBT pride. Pride. dot org dot org. Yep. Okay. Thank you. I think it would
1: be a great show. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. Thank you for our our panelists and our Zoom host for uh, being here.
1: Thank you, everybody.